Cartoons, the animated frontier. These are the voyages of the Cellcast podcast. It's continuing mission to explore strange new cartoons, to seek out new animation styles and new creative storytelling methods, to boldly go where so few ever go again. Welcome to another episode of the Cellcast. Shorts. Joining me today is <laughs> a man who's about to get coal in a stocking. <laughs> Welcome, Jacob. Oh, frostbites. <laughs> Why, thank you. And like to introduce a man who uh, has gotten sick and tired of being not promoted. Welcome, Drew. I just keep getting passed over and over. It's been 500 years. I can't stand Christmas from coming. That's not the thing. Anyway, moving on. How are you, Jacob? I am. I can totally under. I, I can. We've all go, been where yes, this guy is. Yes, been there, done that. You want to say Manny. That is not his name. name. I've got it on my notes here. I don't know why I don't look there. <laughs> Uh, Wayne. Wayne. We've yeah. all been where Wayne is. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we feel p- Wayne's pain. Yes, the pain of Wayne. <laughs> uh, because this is a shorts episode, we are going to skip our uh, news mm-hmm. and our what we've been watching because literally we're recording this two weeks before you're listening to it. Yeah. So, jumping straight into the spoiler-free review. I believe the first time we both watched this was last year. It was. While we were over at a friend Wendy's house. Yes. Thank you, Wendy. Yes. She forced us to watch both this one and the second one, plus the short that we reviewed last year. Yes. So we were both pleasantly surprised, I think, on this. Agreed. And uh, this is a fun short. I I will say, much like I think we said on that short last year, Mm -hmm. it is a shame we never got a full movie on this. Agreed. Completely agree. So, yeah. That's my spoiler-free thoughts. I know it was fast and short, but what do you got? Uh, fantastic. Just like like when Wendy showed us this movie or told us, sit down, you're watching this movie. Pretty much. And wow. Just the, like, one, I had never heard of this. Mm-hmm. Never heard of it. I had heard of I had heard of it. Yeah. I remember seeing the commercials. And I remember every Christmas, the Blu-ray two-pack of this and the sequel mm-hmm. being on the uh, rack, having okay. to stock that every year. Mm-hmm. I remember never seeing anyone buy the thing, mm. which was strange. Which is, looking back on it, I yeah. find strange. Yeah. But anyway. Mm. Other than that, be like, it's short, be like... I hate it that it's short, and I hate that we never got a full se- like a, like we said before, or a third one. Our third one, we never got a third one, and uh, apparently we're never gonna get another one. It's just so sad. It is. But anyway, uh, but other than that, I enjoyed this tremendously. Uh, I want to get the Blu-ray just to support it and mm-hmm. give, give it more love because it needs it. Um, uh, you can go, you can watch this now on Disney Plus. Yes, this so and the sequel. Yeah, but not the short. Not the short, which is weird. All right, so yeah, that's that's my spoiler-free 
review. All right. Well, join us on the other side of the CGC bumper, and we will get into spoiling this thing. Ray. Riff, riff, wrong. Okay. Risk progress is a part of Christian Reek Central Network. Riff, riff, wrong, wrong. Hey, Scoop. What are you doing, man? I don't know. I'm supposed to be ringing Ed. All right. Hold on. Give me, give me it. Okay. All right. This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. There you can find a collection of blogs and podcasts working together to bring you some of the best content on the web for Christian geeks, such as the Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers and Aliens is a conversational podcast and blog that explores the relationship between God and man through the lens of speculative and imaginative fiction and explores speculative and imaginative fiction through the lens of God's relationship with men. Join Ben, Dr. Jace O'Neill, and Steve McDonald, a trio of Christians who are both fans and creators of story, in their conversation about the intersection of faith and imagination. The following is a spoiler-filled review for the Disney special Prep and Landing. Listener discretion is advised. Prep and Landing was written and directed by Kevin Dieters, who also directed Olaf's Frozen Adventure, and Stevie Wormers, who wrote Tarzan, or was a writer on Tarzan. Uh, the music was by Michael Giacchino. He also wrote the music for Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, and Incredibles 2. Hmm. He also writes the music for, like, everything anymore, it seems like. True. He's in a lot of this stuff. He's the guy uh, who too. Oh, yeah. Getting into the cast, Dave Foley played Wayne. Mm -hmm. He was Flick in A Bug's Life. Derek Richardson played Lanny. He played Harry in Dumb and Dumberer mm. when Harry met Lloyd. Oh, uh, okay. The second one that's also not the second one. Weird. Weird. Uh, Sarah Chalk played McGee. She was Dr. Elliot Reed in Scrubs. Hmm. Mason Vale Cotton played Timmy Turwulp. He was Arnold in Hey Arnold. Hmm. David DeLuise played Dancer. He played a character named Bug in Third Rock from the Sun. That's the only thing I really found that really stood out to me. Interesting. I don't even know who Bug is. Me either. Peter Jacobson played Watercate, the hmm. parking lot attendant oh, elf. Okay. Uh he played Dr. Chris Taub in House. Lino DeSalvo played Gristletoe Joe. Hmm. He had a cameo as Vinny in Bolts. And, and I say cameo because he was in the animation department for Frozen Tangled and Bolt. Huh. Okay. Uh, Kevin Dieters uh, play, had a cameo as a character named Brian. He was Clyde. and uh, Kevin Dieters was the director earlier. Okay. Uh, he was Clyde in Wreck-It Ralph, the orange Pac-Man ghost. Oh, okay. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. I just lost my spot. Okay. William Morgan Shepard plays the big guy, a.k.a. Santa Claus. Okay. He was the Rurapenthe Commandant in Star Trek VI, the oh. undiscovered country. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I did not realize that was him until I looked at the looked at his face and go, "Oh, I hear it." 
<laughs> um, Nathan Greeno played Dasher. He was Guard One and Thug One in Tangled. Okay. And uh, Hayes MacArthur played Thrasher. And uh, he played a character named Ron in She's Out of My League, which I have no idea what that is. But he did not have much at all. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Connections, Mason Vale Cotton also played the characters of Slightly and Foxy, the Lost Boys, in Kingdom Hearts. Okay. So what do we got in Info and Stuff? All right, Info and Stuff. All right, so it on its original airing, it had a uh, 8.5 TV rating originally. Mm-hmm. It eventually dropped to like a 3.3 on, Shame. The, on its original airing. All right, so production, and I will get this right the first time. Walt Disney Animated Studios, Walt Disney Pictures, distributed by Disney ABC Domestic Television. It had a had a budget of $14 million. It originally aired on ABC Network. Mm-hmm. It originally aired December 8th. Well, technically, it was supposed to air originally December 1st, but then it got held back because of a, I believe it was a, a presidential talk on network on television so we can literally say thanks obama oh wait this would have been bush never mind 2006 yeah 2006 yeah that's bush moving on uh no it was obama it was obama okay thanks obama (laughs) my joke was right the first time (laughs) it was obama it was president obama all right so it aired it aired then on december 8th 2009 uh, the special release on DVD on November 22nd, 2011, along mm-hmm. with the short film Tiny's Big Venture and Operation Operation Santa Claus. Secret was, Santa? Secret Santa. Thank you. Secret Santa is the one we reviewed last year. Yes, it was. It's in our top 10 most downloaded episodes yes, right I now. Yes, I noticed that. Which is weird. That is very weird. I'm not weird. saying it's bad. I'm saying that's not how I expected that one to place. <laughs> All right, uh, it was also released on DVD and Blu-ray uh, of Prepper Landing Total Tinsel Collection uh, on November 6, 2012, together with Operation Secret Santa and Naughty and Nice and T- Tiny Tim's, or Tiny Tiny's Big Adventure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's all I got. Josh Adams is pointing out in chat that 06 still would have been Bush. Yeah. Because Obama would have been 08, I think. Possibly, but that was what I've read. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, oh, oh, seven or oh, eight. Yeah, which, whatever year. Yeah, oh, eight. Thank you, Josh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, getting into the summary. We're ready for summary, right? Yeah. Okay. Wayne, a Christmas elf, is part of the elite organization known as Prep and Landing, whose job is to ready millions of homes around the world for Santa Claus's visit. After working with Prep and Landing for 227 years, Wayne looks forward to getting promoted to director of the naughty list. Instead, his former partner and trainee Peterson gets the promotion and Wayne is introduced to Lanny, a freshly graduated, a freshly graduated rookie whom Wayne has to also train. Wayne is still bitter about the promotion and decides to slack off during the mission. He permits Lanny to do all the work, which is disastrous. Meanwhile, Santa is informed mid-flight of a massive snowstorm and that Wayne and Lanny haven't fully prepared the house yet. He is told to cancel the landing, which has never happened before. They promise to make it up for Timmy, a boy living at the house. Wayne and Lanny discover that the 
discover that the rerouting was the final decision, but after hearing Timmy thank them in his sleep, Wayne decides to fix it. He calls up Santa, telling him that they he must land at Timmy's house. Wayne and Lanny then work together to land Santa safely on Timmy's roof. On Christmas morning, Santa shows Wayne that Timmy had a Merry Christmas. Santa offers a promotion to Wayne as the director of the nice list, but he turns it down so he can work with Lanny. What is your first like? My first like was the the absolute premise of this. The fact that Santa Claus would need a operations technical team to go in and do all the prep work before he came in. Because think about it for three seconds. But like mm-hmm. if Santa just showed up, had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Like he could literally walk into like some of the old stories of where a child wakes up and he discovers who Santa is. It makes it sense. He would have a technical team to go in and make sure everything's fine before he shows up. Mm-hmm. And I just love that premise. Oh yeah. So that's my number one is the, the, the general premise of it. The entire, my number one is going to also is going to dovetail into that. Okay. But it's the fact of the entire elves operation. Yes. Not just prep and landing, which is a very important part of it. Yeah. But what is essentially traffic control, Mm -hmm. the whole setup for, uh, you know, getting the sleigh ready to launch, especially revving the engines. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the whole, the fact that everyone has assigned uh, code code names, mm-hmm. which does make you wonder how often those code names get retired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the, the the whole the the entire logistics of see here's the thing I I kind of have this weird fascination when I'm not looking at cartoons okay to have an interest in logistics yeah. and how things work together. Christmas is one of those things I have thought about how this might work if with, with Santa's deliveries, let's say. Yes. Um, but I really, you, you really have no idea. So this interpretation yes. of how the logistics works and they go in, how much detail they're able to go into on this for a 30 minute short. Yeah. I actually love and appreciate how much they, how much trouble they went into to get this to where it makes sense all the way through. Right. So yeah. My number one is logistics. Okay. What's your number two? Excellent. Uh, mine would be Wayne's dilemma of the fact that he is being passed up promotion. He's been doing it, like you said, for 300 years. Mm-hmm. And he has to break in a new a new rookie. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of, oddly enough, it reminds me of um, Sergeant Murtaugh from Lethal Weapon that he has to break in a new partner, which is uh, Riggs. But Riggs be like, instead of being a, a veteran cop who's suicidal, you get a, a bumbling rookie who doesn't know exactly what he needs to do. Right. And uh, I feel for the brother. It's like, man, be like, if you've ever worked in retail, if you ever had a job and you just like, if you've been there for any sense of time and then you see everybody else go ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And you're just more like, okay, I'm getting really sick and tired of this. <laughs> and you, you, you become so just like, you know what? I don't care. <laughs> uh, not to say be like, I'm sometimes in my job, it's that way, but it's mm-hmm. more, okay. God has allowed me grace to be in the same job and all this good stuff. So I'm very grateful in that. There are just sometimes where I'm just, <laughs> yeah. 
So yes, I totally understand where Wade is coming from. Mm-hmm. And so yes, that is my number two. My number two like is uh, all the little inside jokes of all the Christmas specials Wayne and oh, yes. Cookie Santa are watching, including uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol. Yes, who we get to see the full clips of. So it's like okay, that's a nice little touch to give you to connect it in together things. Oh, you like Christmas specials? Eh, click. Oh, look another one. Click. click. Oh, look another one. Click. <laughs> and then of course the cookie is stale. Yeah. And he goes to finally try to eat it. And then and then of course, uh, what Santa says at the end, mm-hmm. you know, Wayne, I'm not going to eat your head off. <laughs> that was perfect. Bite your head off. I mean, bite your head off. But yeah, that was perfect. Um. Yeah, so yeah, that's my number two is all the little in-jokes past Disney Christmas specials. Yes, agree to do that. What's your third uh, like? My third like would be the reindeer. The reindeer. <laughs> We're coming in too hot, man. We're coming in too hot. We can't pull out now, man. Just the 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 idea that these are like super athletes and just like... Uh, it's like if you've ever been in a, a locker room, you're yeah. Like, you're like you understand what kind of mentality that is. It's just like you get yourself typed up, and the way they get hyped up is get a, <laughs> is get a elf on a string with, mm-hmm. a, with a prep talk, and that, I thought that was perfect. Like there again, logistics about everything. About yeah. this film, the short film is perfect, and I love it so much. Um, but the the. My third like would probably be the reindeer. Just their their banter. What is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dasher and Dasher and um, Vixen. Dan- Dasher and Dancer. Dasher, yeah, Dasher and Dancer. Uh, just their banter the entire time. They're the only uh, reindeer we hear talking. Well, there was a third. Yeah, Thrasher. Yeah, Thrasher. Yeah, who's a myth? Yeah, he's a myth. He's a myth. <laughs> Be like, if you tell anybody, I'll make you a myth. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. It makes sense because of all the reindeer, he's the one who absolutely has to be missed. Mm-hmm. Because as, mu- as much as it's important for Santa yeah. to get there, it's much more important that Prep and Landing gets there and gets everything set up. Right. So, And they are the ones who can't be seen. Yeah. So, of course, it makes sense that the one that drops them off, Thrasher, nobody knows about. Yeah. He's a myth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the reindeer. The reindeer in this movie are just spot on incredible. And plus the, the cast itself, which is amazing mm-hmm. character wise. So yeah, that is my third number. Like third, like third, number one, like third, like <laughs> what is your third? Like, uh, my third, like is Lanny. Lanny. He is a lovable. Oaf. Agreed. He's, um, He's, he's the kind, we've all known this guy. Yeah. He's trying his hardest. He's very zealous about getting the job done right. Mm-hmm. He's just graduated at the top of his class from, what was it, Kringle Academy? Yeah. It was a very small class. Um, <laughs> he's zealous. He wants to do a good job. And who did he get partnered with? The guy who's tired and doesn't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but it's because of Lanny that Wayne gets his... Holly Jolly's back for lack of a better term. It's a spark back. And I especially like the last scene where he opens up the present from McGee. It's (laughs) the fruitcake that 
the coal elf gave well that the coal elf gave uh wayne mm-hmm. who he gave to mcgee yes that then got passed on to <laughs> lanny <laughs> and it's still covered with coal oh i love it mcgee that was thanks great. man yeah. like yeah sure uh, also, as as much as I like Lanny, I have to throw McGee in here also. Yeah. Because, let's face it, is there any better section of this than put me through to the big guy or I'm going to tell everybody about you and Tiny? Putting you through. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Oh, I should not have put him through. <laughs> oh, like, wait, figgy pudding. <laughs> figgy pudding, yes. I, we, had to, we have to do figgy pudding. Frostbite. <laughs> I've, I have, I know her and I've been her. <laughs> that is n- being in charge of that large an operation, even though I've not been in charge of that large an operation, yeah. is not fun. I'm sorry, it's not. I'm not surprised. It is controlled chaos. <laughs> and it's something I hope never have to do again. <laughs> All right. CSS sing at the front of Walmart on Black Friday. <laughs> Never want to do that again. Anyway. All right. First Dislikes. first dislike. Uh, it's not even the movie. Yeah. It's Disney. <laughs> Disney. I had a feeling this was going to be oh, on your list somewhere. Oh, my gosh. The fact that they abandoned this they property. They abandoned this project. Be like, you you got to, what, what is it, like three shorts in? Two shorts. You got you got uh, two uh, the half hour specials, yeah, and then two quote unquote shorts, yeah, right there next to it, yeah. It's like and that's it. That's it. You ha- you had so much potential here oh, yeah. that you could have played with. And the the, the fact that like you have prep and landing, you I'm, have so much you could build up out of this film. I'm not even saying you had to make a prep and landing three. Yeah. You needed to make an hour and a half movie, make it official, and then release all your specials with it to say, this is what we're building to, and we don't care anymore. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we bought Marvel. We bought uh, we Star need to Wars. Do, yes. Don't, didn't you see that? In 15 years, we're going to do the Lego Star Wars holiday special. Ha-ha! <laughs> Go listen to that episode. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, just the the fact that Disney dropped the ball and mm-hmm. did not continue with this project, which is so good. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm I'm disappointed with Dis. Be like, I love the Walt Disney Company to death. Don't get me wrong; they have done amazing stuff with the products they have done. Yes, just they dropped they have this, dropped the tinsel they were, on this project, and this was such a cool concept for Agreed. a thing, and they just it's like. They don't care anymore on this. Yeah, one. It's exactly. Like, maybe maybe this was something that John Lasseter was pushing, mm-hmm. and when he got ousted, mm-hmm. maybe that's why this got dropped. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Frozen happened, which is my suspicion. Maybe. But moving Could. on. <laughs> yeah, just uh, Disney dropping, like I said before, dropping the tinsel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you never know. Fingers crossed. Prayer, maybe. Uh, they pick it up again and do something else with the future. Yeah, that's that's the that's the open prayer. They might do something in the future, but at the time, this has been canned. <laughs> so yeah, my disappoint, my first dislike is that Disney just let this go. 
So, yeah, what is your number one dislike? My number one dislike. Remember how on my number one like I talked about how I love the logistics yeah. in this in this movie? Uh-huh. They made one major error. Okay. When it comes to logistics. How long does Santa Claus actually have to deliver all the presents in one night? If you were actually to go by hours. Okay. So... If we're talking about like 12 hours at least, or less than 12 hours. No. 24 hours. Yeah. Because Christmas, it's the. If, if we're talking if, about time zones. Inter- internet. As soon as the international time zone, I, 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 I recognize there are some places Santa doesn't go because they don't celebrate Christmas in some areas over there. But the first one of those areas, which for assumption's sake, let's say Japan. Could I think actually New Zealand is closer. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. Or Australia. I'm not sure. Yeah. But say it's Japan. He's doing that when we are uh, just getting up for the for Christmas Eve. Yeah. In essence. So you've got 24 hours. Not exactly, but you know what I mean. you yeah. got 24 hours. So Santa Claus has 24 hours to go all the way around the world. Yeah. Now, granted... You still got to be moving pretty fast to deliver to every house mm-hmm. in a 24-hour period. Yeah. But that's not what they talk about here. They yeah. still act like they've got eight hours to deliver this present, to, to deliver all the presents. And as far as we can tell, he only goes to Timmy's house. Yeah. Now, granted, I'm assuming just because of the short, they didn't have time to show him heading towards other places, but there is that one point where we see the radar and they're coming in for the landing and they're coming across four states to land on Timmy's house. Yeah. In the New England area. I'm thinking, you've got a lot of other houses you're hitting in that area besides Timmy's house. Yeah, has to. I know you do. So the fact that they kind of, admittedly, they can't go into too much detail. Exactly. They should have made this an hour and a half film. We, I agree. This would have been a good hour and a half film by itself. It but the fact that they, the logistics only really go to, only really focus on getting to this one house. Yeah. And that's it. And noise delivery living daylights out of me I because it doesn't agree. go. I'm not asking for distinct detail. Yeah. I'm just saying at least let me see him going to other houses, mm-hmm. even if it's a like he's getting closer sort of thing. Have him, have him land on the White House to deliver uh, presents to, I don't know, does Bush have a daughter? Does Bush have a two kid, kid? Two daughters. He had two daughters young enough for Santa Claus in 06? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think he did. But, I mean, something. Something. So, he's on his way. If if Lanny and Wayne don't get their act together, they're not yeah. going to make it. Yeah. That's all I'm asking for. And kind of give us the idea, it's like, it's not eight hours. Yeah. Because eight hours is the general length of a night yeah. and these things. Technically, it should be 12 because Northern Hemisphere mm-hmm. and it's longer days, longer nights in the winter mm-hmm. time. But anyway, yeah, 24 hours is all I ask for that. Anyway, second dislike, do you have one? Second dislike. Um, oh. I understand the animation limitations mm-hmm. when it comes to these. Uh, it does have a fairly big budget. It is a 14, $14 million budget. 
which is pretty big for TV. Yeah, pretty big for, for half TV. hour TV special. Yeah, the the animation is good. There are some little, it's it's almost hiccup animation wise so in mm-hmm. some cases where you can see the animation kind of it drops a little bit here, like yeah here and there, but it's it's more it's a very little nitpick when it comes to animation. And uh, that can be either traditional 2D or 3D. You're going to mm-hmm. have errors. Like, you look at the first movie we ever reviewed, uh, Frozen. Mm-hmm. The, the fact that, that had hiccups. That had hiccups. Well, remember Incredibles, where there's an entire scene that's not finished that's in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so every film was going to have hiccups. So you're going to have problems. And uh, even this little short that has a very large budget has some hiccups. But they're relatively few and far between. They, they are. They are. I agree. And that's that's why I say it's more of a nitpick. Yeah. Because there, there are some little nitpicks. I'm like, okay, that's not complete. Or it's be like, okay, there, there's a hiccup here or a hiccup here. But there again, that's what you do. You're, you're, a, you're a movie critique. You're mm-hmm. a, you critique movies. So you look for every little nook and cranny that might be errored or a hidden gem somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just little animation errors. My number two dislike, why was Santa Claus able to make a turn around to go back to Timmy's house after talking to Wayne? Why was he, he's the boss, he can do what he wants, but why did he not, as a matter of uh, duty, as a matter of this Mm. is what you do as part of the procedure, why did he not inform uh, McGee of him turning back around? Why does yeah. she have to find out by seeing the radar of him turning around? Yeah. That would not work in a plane. No, it wouldn't. Why is it working here? <laughs> it's like, yeah, you, you have to control it. You have to talk with Tower. Yes. Even with if everything. it's... Everything. Yeah. Especially with this, especially when you have such a tight schedule mm-hmm. that, you, that Santa Claus would have to have to do all this in oh, one yeah. night. The fact that they turn, he has to turn around. And also, I have this other problem. This has never happened before okay. where it is impossible for Santa Claus to to make it to somebody's house. Yeah. Now, granted, Santa Claus is magical. I have heard stories of uh, Santa Claus making it to places in time in ways that just blow my mind. Yeah. Hearing him. But he is still as magical as he is human. Yeah. He's going to have to sometimes and we... And we know many of the times that yeah. people have lost uh, belief in Santa Claus in these yeah. sto- when you hear these things, it's because Santa Claus didn't deliver. Yeah. So you're telling me this is the only time this has ever happened? Yeah. No, this is not true. No, I, would agree, I would agree with you with that. It might be the only time it's Prep and Landing's fault. Yeah. Because Wayne had to go and be lazy and be on the naughty list <laughs> because he didn't get his promotion. Boo hoo hoo. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. It's also a nitpick because yeah. I recognize what they're trying to say. Mm-hmm. It's just, no, Santa Claus has missed houses before. Yeah. He is human. He makes, sometimes you just cannot get there. Now he does his best. Yeah. But at some point, you know, it happens. Right. Anyway, do you have a third dislike nitpick? No, I don't actually. I don't either. So let's go ahead and give this a rating. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it a, oh gosh, I'm going to give it an eight. Just, okay. just how amazing, like execution-wise, logistics. Like you mm-hmm. said earlier, the how much detail they go in the logistics of how 
the the operation of how prep a landing of how uh i guess you would call it tower yeah uh now granted i'm not a pilot uh, maybe someone who's a pilot that knows, understands this better will watch this film and say, yeah, that's not really the way that works. But um, Well, especially I, since, by all technical accounts, Santa Claus should be talking to every tower anytime he flies into somebody else's airspace. Exactly. Not just McGee. Yeah. But we're, we have a half hour short and we're trying to make it simple. Everyone can watch it and understand what's going on. Yeah, yeah that's why it should be an hour and a half. <laughs> Disney. True. But <laughs> Yeah. More on this later. Yeah, but other other we'll than get that, there when, when we, we get, get there, there next week. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's a it's just it's an amazing little short film or short that it grabbed my heart the first time I watched it, and the mm-hmm. second time it's like this is a freaking amazing. Yeah, that people need to watch. <laughs> Why don't more people know about this? Yeah, exactly. Go to Disney Plus and watch it and watch it, <laughs> or buy the DVD. Yes, it is available for purchase, DVD or Blu-ray. Yeah, go watch it. It's good. Anyway, yeah, I'm also going to give it an eight. Okay. Uh, Everything that I've knocked it for, it's literally nitpicks. It's me looking for stuff Mm -hmm. because in the moment of watching the movie, I don't notice any of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, It's done in such a way where all the things you're looking for, it just kind of just goes and it works and it's great. So yeah, I'm giving it an eight. Okay. So that brings us to the end of another episode of the Cellcast. Join us next week as we hit the sequel to this. The first time we've done a a direct sequel immediately after the first one. Yes. Where we do Prep and Landing, Naughty versus Nice. Nice. So join us then. Come, Jacob. We must prepare for next week. Prepare for what, Drew? Same thing we do every week, Jacob. Record a podcast. Oh, boy. So where can they find you, Jacob? They can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron and Jacob's Daily Art Corner, my personal art Facebook page, on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron, on Instagram at Jacob B. Heron, and on Letterboxd at Jacob Heron. Where can they find you, Drew? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Drew Dodgen. You can also find my Facebook page at Drew's Photo Bin, where I upload uh, my photography. You can also follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759 and Twitter at GGeorge759. Where can they find us, Jacob? You can also visit our website, thecellcast.podbean.com, where you will find every episode we released and links to listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher, our RSS feed. If we aren't in your favorite podcast app directory, please share, review, and subscribe to us there and share us with your friends. You will also find a link to our Facebook group, the Double Feature Podcast Community, where we talk about both animated and live-action movies. We share this with our other podcasts, which we do with Jacob's brother Jim, at uh, the Movie of the Week podcast, where we talk about live-action movies. You can also email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. Also, please like our page on Facebook. We try to post about upcoming movies. If you comment on that movie's post before we record, we'll read your comments in the episode. And remember, every time we say The Cellcast, that is with a single L. L.